Hey guys, welcome back to Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi, and this is your host... Dear old dad, <laughs> Stephen Joe Booth, ladies and gentlemen. Hoped you guys enjoyed uh, last week's episode. We really enjoyed making it and stuff and researching it. It was really, really fun. Um, this week, I have uh, two stories on um, asylums, like abandoned asylums and stuff. And my dad has one on an I asylum. Ha- yeah, I got uh, one on an asylum, too. It was just kind of weird. We didn't mean to do Planet this way at all. We just kind of yeah. was going over notes before the show, and I was like, well, no, uh, what, yes, a couple of days ago. I was like, going, we go, go over notes and stuff a lot, uh, go over our notes and stuff a lot, and we was comparing notes, and we was like, oh, God, we got, like, you did this all at Satan's Asylums, too? I'm like, yeah. And then we ended up doing the same one. Yeah, um, so I'm doing this. Do, yeah, but I am going to let him do it because he doesn't know. He knows more about it than but I do. But we're gonna talk about that. It's a insane asylum in Wichita Falls. The only reason I, I kind of wanted to do it too when I was a kid growing up. I was born in Wichita Falls, and my dad used to always tell me that's where they picked me up at the old insane <laughs> asylum. But the second story I'm doing is called The Killing Fields. So, and they made there's a movie on Netflix about I should have watched before I did this, but. Oh, there's a movie about yes, it? Yes, they made a movie about it. We gotta watch that. Yes, it's so... Oh. If, you grew, if you was a kid in the <laughs> 80s or, you know, was in grew up in the 80s at all, no matter your age, you probably be, you probably remember the Killing Fields of Texas murders and all that stuff because it was popular. It's just creepy because it's a stretch of... It's a spot on I-45 on the stretch of highway where just shit happens. You know what's scary is I used to... When I was hot shotting all the time, driving all over Texas, delivering shit, I used to go up and down 45 all the time. That's scary, knowing that I was that close to that creepy crap. Well, but anyways, that happened to you. <laughs> oh, I know, because you know I'd get out and have a cigarette, or get out, you know, to wake up or something at some of them little small towns, you know, and oh, yeah, it's weird when you go go somewhere and then you find out that oh man, there creepy stuff happened there, and it's like oh god. Okay, well, I think that we will get started. Do you want me to go first? Or... Okay, I will go first. It is... I'm going to be doing Yorktown Memorial Hospital. It's located in Yorktown, Texas. So technically, this story is in the South. If you were listening last week, I, (laughs) I did some that were not exactly in the South. I kind of ventured off. So this one is actually in the South this time, folks. So Yeah, I've been telling her she needs to stick to the South stuff. But she's like, I like these stories, too. Yeah, I kind of But, you know, it was California, and the other one was Colorado. So, I mean, California's not really a Yankee state. It's a Yankee hippie state, I guess you could call it. <laughs> okay, this one... You just got to bear with me. There, I don't have, like, too much information on the history. And I'm not really sure about a lot of it. But I do have a lot of ghost stuff. So, let me do the history first, like always, so we can get the background. And then we will get on to the uh, ghost stuff. So, so scooby boop boop doop <laughs> So, it's Yorktown Memorial Hospital, and it's located in Yorktown, Texas. And... 
it's abandoned. I found some stuff saying that it was abandoned, and then some other stuff saying it was open, but I'm pretty sure it's abandoned. Yeah, it's abandoned it, now. Yeah. I've seen a show on it. Now it's yeah. abandoned, but... Yeah, because I was say I saw, I saw pictures and stuff of it, and it's, like, run down. And, and it's one of them hospitals that's way out in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. That Yorktown, Texas, it's a little rinky-dink town. I mean, it's small. Yeah. Okay, so... It was originally founded by relig by the religious group uh, known as the Falcon Sisters, and I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that right. I really hope I am. The Falcon Sisters, <laughs> and they were a part of the Roman uh, Catholic Church in the 1950s. So it was around the 1950s when this was like founded and stuff, you know. Um, and it originally served as a rehabilitation center for those suffering from drug and alcohol abuse so it was you know to get back on your feet if you're having trouble with that and it eventually closed in the 1980s uh and the structure was abandoned so you know and this is the part that confused me because it said it opened in the 1950s and then closed in the 1980s but and then it said that the building was 150 years old i don't really understand that Say that again now. I said... I wasn't paying too much attention. I was sorry. I was clicking with some of the sound stuff real quick. <laughs> um, it said that it was like founded and stuff in the 1950s, but it closed in the 1980s. But they said that it's like 150 years old. So I don't know... Well, it was an insane asylum first, wasn't it? No, it was like a drug re rehab... Drug and alcohol reha rehab well, center. Oh, and then it went to a insane asylum. Kind of, yeah. It was like back and forth. Uh, a little bit of both. But it never so, did say when it was first built or anything? Mm -mm. Like I said, the history on it kind of doesn't really exist. That's weird. It's weird. It's kind of like the one of the ones I did last week. It's weird. And that is weird, you know. There's some stuff that's hard to get research on. It's yeah. like I try to get a lot of stories, folk stories, you know, for the show about the, you know, especially Palapena County or Mineral Wells, it's freaking hard. Yeah, you can get like a handful of information. Yeah, I guess I might have to go to a local bookstore and find some. <laughs> hey, that's what we can do one time. Find some books and get some stories out of them. Yeah. Get some Mineral Wells books up in here. Carry on. Carry um, on. So, I did find some stuff out about like how the name came, I guess. it. The name came, I guess, because of World War Two. they were like trying to keep it. Like the Memorial Hospital because of all the people that died in World War II. Oh, yeah. Um, and then this is also the part that confused me. So I guess that the um, insane asylum part was open yeah. and going on and stuff until 1986. And then after that, it was closed and stuff. Um, and then they reopened it for like a six year period for drug and rehab. I uh, made another. I had like I guess you call it like a halfway house. No, yeah, yeah. kind yeah, of, kind of. Just you're not coming out of prison, I guess. And it was like open for like a six year span, after it closed and got rid of all, like all the mentally insane patients and everything yeah. like that. So, yeah, that it just kind of confused me on that because I was like, that is weird. That's they, that, that's really like not common that they do that. Yeah. But they saw like 500 patients over that six year period, when it was a Dang. drug and rehab house so yeah um yeah 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 because it <laughs> opened yeah because it yeah, closed yeah, yeah, in yeah. the um yeah yeah so sorry i was making sure that i checked my facts right so i didn't like get in trouble or anything <laughs> um 
the building is about 30,000 square feet. It's a huge building. Yeah, and it, it includes a basement and two wings on, like, each side. Dang. And it's about 2,000 people have died there, so hmm. obviously there's Well, that's why there's so on. much room. Yeah. Um, the second floor that they have there was only, I guess, when it was insane, an insane asylum. It was for the people that worked there, so they didn't have to, like, go back and forth. Because, like you said, it was, oh, like, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. So, you know. And then when it was a rehab center, no one wanted to work there. Like, it, the employment was really, really hard to find. Like, like it, was, it really didn't exist. That's weird. Yeah. And I guess because, like, they didn't want to work at, like, an old asylum, I guess. I don't like, know if I would. I mean, think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I guess if I had to, I mean, if there's nothing else to do and I had to provide for my family, yeah, I'd work with Freddy Cougar, I guess, if I had to. Yeah, <laughs> so that's all I could really find on the history. Like I said, I really couldn't find that much, and what I did find is really confusing, and I really didn't understand some of it. Why? Just because I really didn't understand like what it was before, or like the whole, like um. If it was in a seance asylum before or after the closing period or this or that or the drug slash rehab uh, house or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, like it just confused me because it wasn't specific. Oh, yeah. So. Yes, I've noticed that too looking up a lot of that stuff. It, it, a lot of stuff, don't. it's not told. They might tell the ghost stories or tell a little bit of the background. Like the but there's Yeah, like a lot of the history there. is not there and it's weird. Yeah. But I have some of, like, the doctors and the old, some of the patients and stuff that I got written down. And, like, <laughs> you can tell us some stuff happened to them because they're very violent to people. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the doctors, I'm not even going to try to pronounce her last name because I cannot do it. But it's Dr. Uh, Leon. He practiced medicine until the 90s. And um, he was the main medicine person there, like, the main doctor. Yeah. And um, he was the first person to, like, have the medical license in Texas, like, the longest. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then he came known for having fatal mistakes happen in his OR and accidentally, like, killing patients. Be like, like oops, sorry, didn't mean to kill you. Well, like, because he was having, a, he was doing a thyroid surgery and he accidentally slit the patient's throat. What a dumbass. How, like, wow. how do you do that? Yeah. Like, you fall, cut it, like, <laughs> I don't... You know, you're supposed to be, like, a doctor that's good with your hands. That's why you make the kind of money yeah, you, you do. you have to have steady, st steady, yeah. steady hands. Well, apparently his weren't steady. No, I, I don't, yeah. That one just really messed me up. I was like, how many people has he killed from that? <laughs> I accidentally slit your throat. I'm so yeah. sorry. And then this one's a little sad. There's a girl named Stacy. She's a little, like, a little girl. And she interacts with a lot of the guests. Or I say guests, but, like, all the a lot of the people that go, like, in there. Or I try to and stuff. Yeah. And she goes to her old room and the first floor in the basement and the library because she got read there. Like, Dang. read books and stuff. And she throws balls, like, rolls balls around and stuff for people to play with her. She just wants to play. I know. It's kind of sad. That is sad. Well, because, I mean, think about it. You're a ghost and you're a kid and you don't know any better. You don't know you're dead. I know. You're, like, just trapped in this, like, alternate That's dimension. sad. I mean, that's sad with anybody that gets, you know, they don't know to go on and they just get stuck here. Yeah. 
Um, and then the Felican sisters that I told you about at the beginning that, like, originally, I guess, like, found the thing after oh, yeah. it became, like, I don't, that was confusing, too. <laughs> they, I, one of the founders, I guess, they, for, because they're, they were nuns, and they died. They didn't know how they died or anything, but they died. And you would think they would be nice. They are, like, the most violent ghosts there. Oh, my God. Maybe they, they were violent people. They have choked, scratched, um, like, charged at people, um... And they are also bad at, like, um, just, like, stuff like that. Just, like, threatening people, like, scaring them. Not like your normal ghost stuff, like demon stuff. It's, um, really weird. Especially because they're nuns. Like, you would think that they would yeah. not do that. But they're just like, I want to be mean. <laughs> yes. That's not normal. <laughs> um, and then there's this guy, um, Doug Richards. He was a heavy equipment mechanic, and he died there in the 1990s. And he just roams, like, the rooms and the halls and stuff. And people say that he has, like, a really tall appearance, and he's, like, in a white shirt and blue jeans and stuff like that. Kind of like the work stuff back then. Yeah. So. And the maintenance jumpies. Yeah. So, I don't, it didn't say how he died or anything. Like, none of these people say, but just stuck and can't get out i guess that's crazy at least this one doesn't like try to choke people and stuff yeah that's not cool the violent ghost i know i did i can't get over that one um, could you imagine if you're sitting there and all <laughs> yeah that's weird just getting like a, getting scratched or something uh i would not like that um there's this guy tj i guess he was he was when it was a drug and uh alcohol rehab center yeah he was going there because he needed help i guess he was had taken a bunch of pills or something like he was having an overdose or something i don't know really what doesn't really say but he knocked on their front door and or back door or something i knocked on the door and the night nurse or whoever was in charge that night didn't answer and he, they woke up the next morning and he was dead on the like by the front door or the door oh lord and so now they say that he lingers around the door he died. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he's still trying to get in. Yeah. Like, you guys didn't help me. Maybe you didn't help, help me, me let me in. Yeah, so that's... um, That's... Uh, that sucked to go that way, too, man. Like Gasping for your for last... And you're like... <laughs> yeah, that's really... And then this one, it was when it was a rehab... Not rehab. Uh, a sane asylum. So, this was an old one. It's a double homicide. <laughs> yes, double homicide. Love it. I love it. It was a love triangle between a female employee, a co-worker, and a patient. Lovely. Um, or it was like a nurse and a patient. Like, yeah. You know, like, it, that part is a little confused. Like, it wasn't for sure on that part, but everything else is, like, stated. Like, true yeah. facts. Um, one of the women got caught in the boiler room with uh, an, one of the other people, and... Um, the other one of the others reacted violently because it was the love triangle so like two oh. of them were doing something and the other one walked in and caught and him and caught him and that person reacted like really violent violently okay and so he that person that found <gasps> them stabbed one of the women <laughs> several times and she like died obviously and the I man loved you <laughs> yeah and the man um I don't know who he was. It was I don't know which one he was that they said he was, but 
the guy or whatever, um, and the woman, they were fighting over the knife and stuff, and one of them had gotten, gotten the knife, um, and one of them had stabbed the other to death. Oh, my god! Like, the attacker to death. That's and crazy. I guess this, I don't know if that one's, the, the last part of this is true, but I guess there's, like, blood splatters all over the wall, mm-hmm. too. And I guess as people go in there and they can see it and stuff, and, ugh, like, you, you can Lovely. feel it. Yeah. And everything, like, so. Ugh. That's why you don't try to get with your patients. Yeah. Or date at work. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I know I read that and I was like, well, what? It's like the old saying, you know, you don't shit where you eat. Yeah. Ugh. Um, this is like some past evidence and stuff about like ghosts and everything. It's obviously home to a bunch of spirits, you know, 2,000 people died there, you know, homicide, all this other stuff. Obviously a lot of people or ghosts are there. Um, there's like orbs, shadowed men. It's a hot spot, hot spot. Hot spot, bot. Hot spot for like. Hot spot, pot <laughs> spot. For the ghost, um, like EVPs and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. Um. And then the old ER and OR, um, room. The OG. The shadows all go in there a lot. I guess because oh, like that guy that yeah. would, like accidentally kill his patients and the. You know. I'm sorry I cut your husband's throat while operating on Yeah. Him. I had a rough night last night, drinking. <laughs> My hands I were don't. shaking. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I don't. I'll buy you another husband. It's no big deal. Uh, I d- and I never find anything on him. Like, I was wondering, like, what happened to his medical license or anything, and nothing happened. I That's like, weird. What? Um, and then they, I guess they had, like, a labor and delivery room. Oh, yeah. And there's oh. screams and stuff that can be heard from there, too. Yeah. So, but I don't know... So I don't know what about this stuff is when I, I get. I guess most of this is whatever it was, yeah. the asylum. But that's all I have. Like I said, the history is kind of like not really there. Like it doesn't really exist. But I tried to find as much as I could. That's good. That was a good little bit of a story right there. Yeah, I mean, especially I them oldest saying them asylums like that because I've seen a. I can't remember which investigating show it was. It was one of them ghost investigating shows. And they covered Yorktown, that uh, hospital slash insane asylum. And, man, it was, they find some pretty weird shit in there. Yeah. Some people get scratched. I mean, you just hear and just, oh, man. Well, the thing I can't get over is the nuns. Like, you would yes, think they you would think be the like... nuns would be, na- <laughs> we would be a little nasty. I'm going to try to say meant to be. You'd think they'd be nice. Yeah, and they're like, no, and they get away people from me. and everything else. Like, Maybe they were really a-holes in real life. I don't know. Maybe, I don't like, because like I said, the history, I can't find anything. See, and that's weird with a lot of this. You, it's just like with that uh, camp story down, you know, outside of Brownsville, I told. It's like a cover-up. That legend. It's like a cover-up. I mean, but why, why, why else would you hear kids' voices at night sometimes, little girls' voices screaming, saying, help me, and why is it abandoned? Yeah. And why can't you find anything out on it? Yep. You know, that makes you believe, is it urban legend? Is it real? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I like about it, because you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I well, I guess it's my turd. Ew. <laughs> I think what I might do first, since she did Asylum, I'm going to go ahead and do the Killing Fields of Texas. I don't know if y'all remember this. I mean, a lot of y'all do. I mean, I hope some of y'all remember, but 
in the 80s, you know, I remember it as a kid being all over the TV, but there's a, started, I think, a string of killings or something down, up and down 45, and that's how it's all kind of, not really started, because I started, I did my research and stuff on it, and about the, um, in the 1970s, that's when they start, about, yeah, 1970s, on 45, that's when uh, they started calling this little patch of uh, it's space on 45, you know, the killing fields. It was, uh, shoot, uh, they found, I, th I think so far, the count there, they, they found close to 30 bodies or a little bit more yeah. since like the 70s. It's just like a haven for people to go kill people and crap. It's, you know. But it's like I said in the seventies. That's when it kind of started getting the name, the Killing Fields, because the murders started happening. And the in uh, a lot. I mean, there's some of them that are mixed. There's some of them that are mixed that are like a out of not from the area because it's around Link, uh, League City, where all this is. And um, not all of them were from there, but some of them were. So I mean, there were girls getting taken from there. And there was girls, like, if they caught them on 45 at the gas station and stuff, they'd, you know, lure them in the car and go fucking kill them. Oh, was it all girls? Yeah. All the girls, they were all girls, and they uh, aged from ages 12 to 25. And the cops, you know, thunk, thought it might have been a serial killer doing it because some of the girls' photos, they looked identical. They had a same, uh, the same style of haircut or the same color, or, you know. Well, good thing you're not a girl. Yeah, but yeah, they uh, girls were twelve to twenty-five. They said a, a few of the uh, like murders and stuff have been solved, you know, but not a whole lot. Hmm. And I didn't know this either until I did research on it. There's a movie on Netflix y'all need to check out. I'll check it out too. Called The Killing Fields, <clears throat> and it's based on that. Uh, story the legend of i-45 but it's crazy it's a and it's a i can't remember what they call the little spot of land around league city but it's an old um it's an old uh oil patch and it's i can't remember the acreage but yeah man you can go out there and it's in the middle of the nowhere and they i mean they say that that they say the saying is for that place that if you want to kill someone and get away with it that's the place to go place to go and do it I'm like, oh, my God. Why would you put that out yeah, there? Yeah, <laughs> but, like, travelers and stuff have reported, you know, seeing a ghost on the side of the road. Not well, there. Look at all those old old women. Look at all those women that died. Yeah. You know, guys would be, they'll see somebody or women and go to stop their car, and then they look back and the freaking person's gone or something. I mean, yeah, I don't like that's that. just creepy, man. And I used to go up and down 45 all the time going to Houston because it's right around League City, and League City's pretty close to uh, Houston. Mm, I don't like that. Because down there, it's you got, you know, outside, it's pine trees and oil fields and shit. Did it say, like, what kind of girls they would supposedly kill? What do you mean? Like, because you said they all look the same, like, you know what they look like? Oh, shit. What the? F the computer. Oh, there we go. Technical difficulty, sorry guys. Yeah, sorry if I said a curse word. Okay. Like I said, we're still new at this. <laughs> yeah, well, the comp the screen went blank, and when I went to bring the screen screen back up, it made it look like we weren't recording anymore, and I was like, oh, crap. But anyways, yeah, it's a creepy stretch of highway. 
But I remember in the 80s as a kid, you know, it being all over the news because there was this one guy that was, like, committing all these murders. I think he really only did one or two. But he was committing to a lot of the murders, you know, and people thought a lot of people thought he was doing it for publicity and all this and that. But he he was a strange character. He he fit the part, if you know. But that's what they would do. That, you know, see even girls traveling in it. They they fit the description, or that was one they wanted. They'd go what do whatever, go get them and talk them out there in the field or whatever, and whack them, kill them. Jeez. Yeah. What if it was a ghost that was killing everybody? No, oh, that'd be even crazier. But maybe that's why they can't actually you know, catch the guy. Or, you know, what, what if it's been the same person all along? Wouldn't that have been crazy? How would you get away with that? Yeah. For like but they say that it's just uh, the whole thing's weird because there's so many girls that come up missing from that area. and I mean, from around Texas because 45 is a big interstate in Texas. You know, so not just the girls from that area get taken. I mean, girls will stop, you know, at the gas station on a trip or something and... Phew, Get taken, yeah, and just fucking disappear, man. That's crazy. <laughs> From the seventies till now, they found like a little bit over thirty bodies. That's only the ones they have found. That's not yeah, and that's not telling, you know. And that's what they said. That's the uh, ones they found and identified. That's not counting all the other missing girls from that area or from the state of Texas that they have no idea what happened to them. Mm, that's weird. Yeah. Talk about unsolved murder. Yeah, and that's what I said. That's what's so crazy. I used to drive up and down 45 all the time. I'd stop at some of them small little crap towns to get gas or just to pull over and stretch or something. You know, it'd be 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm. And I'm out there by myself just chilling, stretching out, not knowing that I was around some crap like that. But, yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So, uh, yeah, and just think, you went down 45 when you went to Houston. Oh, my God, I did? Yeah. I don't know my way around. Yeah, I don't know my roads. Ew. Uh, we're not going to Houston ever again. Uh, I don't want to drive. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm driving or not. I can be yanked out of the vehicle. <laughs> mm, I ain't getting gas. <laughs> if someone else do it, I'll lock my car. Uh, okay. Well, I think I'm going to go ahead and go on with my next story. So, um, my next story is about the abandoned asylum in San Antonio, Texas. There's, like, three names for it. People call it that, or, like, the Texas State Lunatic Asylum, or, um, the San Antonio, uh, State Hospital. So, it's kind of just, like, whatever you want to call it. You just, like, go by it, because, like I said, everyone kind of goes by it on its own. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I had a yawn. Um, she stayed up too late last night. She had a kegger. No, I didn't. I was at my friend's house. <laughs> yeah, she was at her friend's having a big old keg party, having seances. Oh, my gosh. gosh. So, there, I have a lot of history on this and pretty good ghost stuff, too. So, as always, we'll, we'll creep in. us out, man. <laughs> Make us pee pee on our britches. So, as of right now, it is owned by the county. And it is a trespassing fine if you try to get into it. And there is a police officer guarding it at all times. And where is this one again now? San Antonio. Oh, man. Is it, like, huge? Um, it is, or Whoa. it was at least, whenever it was built, it was built on a land of 640 acres. And it held up originally up to 500 patients. Ooh, that's pretty big. 
and it was self-sufficient, uh, and it had, like, their own village with crops and uh, livestock and the lake. So, like, I had everything. They didn't have to go out into town Wow, or that's crazy. Um, but it was, like, opened or anything, it, or anything. It was open and stuff in 1961 originally, and that's whenever the doctor admitted at least 12 patients and stuff. But it wasn't actually, like, established and, like, ready to actually truly admit people until, like, April um, 6th, 1892. So, yeah. But, um, like I said, it was built on all that land originally, but they had to add a lot more, uh, I almost said buildings, kind of buildings. They had to add, not exactly like buildings, but like, um, how do, how would you word it? They had to, um, what are you trying to say? Add man? on. They had to add on to it. Yeah. Add because on. they yeah. had to eventually house like up to like 2000, uh, patients or more. So they had to, you know, make money, not make money, make money, <laughs> money, make, make money, room. money. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, and I know in like 1912 they were able to hold um, 1,140 patients. So um, it was all getting there and bu- getting built and stuff, and it was opened um, 1961. So that's when everything like came together. Came together. So yeah. Um, that's when they finally opened the doors. Yeah. Um. They tried putting patients in and stuff, like, before 1961, and within there, because of, like, within that time, they had exceeded beds and exceeded patients. They had more patients than they had beds, and um, they had to, uh, um, they had to, like I said, add more buildings. They ended up adding five more buildings, so it was, like, this huge community. So they started just with one huge building and they just kept adding on. And this was all in between 1892 and 1961. Jeez. Trying to get the facility together and running fully before. Well, I guess you'd have to it'd take that long if you're trying to be self-sufficient because think about it. Yeah. You'd have to make room enough for your livestock, room enough for your crops. You'd have to have storage, you know, for stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. It'd take that long. It's, you're basically making a town, making a community. Yeah. <coughs> so, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Um <coughs> so they Start yeah, so they went me. over capacity so much they had it like I said, over they capacity. ended up having to um add more buildings so they were at capacity again at 2000 patients. So, that's kind of like at when you have that many people, although it was like their own village, they weren't I guess able to like treat everybody. And yeah. asylums back then weren't the greatest. No, like they're not man. called well, asylums now, but like I mean, they're way better. Well, than what they, they didn't were then. know, and they was trying to do anything to fix it, so they, they would, would do anything. Yeah, man, they would brutal. just electrical shock, the lobotomy. Yeah, this I mean, crazy surgeries and everything else. Like patients would literally run around naked, covered in like feces, and that's like, and not being yeah. able to get showers and stuff. That's, that's not ca- that's not s- counting like the mentally. Um, I don't want to say retarded. That's reading. Mentally disabled. Disabled, yeah. Even though it's what they called it back then, but like the mentally disabled people, 
or yeah. like kids or whatever like not counting those people that actually needed help because it was so overrun and so uh over capacity that they had like there was not enough staff so people were getting malnourished and stuff and like that and then the people that had like seizures and stuff and actual mental problems like depression and this and that they were considered um overwrought like um and overrun oh overrun overwrought I don't know what they mean by overwrought but like overrun and mentally unstable they was basically overran with patience is what you're saying and instead of putting people in asylums people that thought were too crazy went to jail Uh, they put over at least at least 700 people in jail across the state because wow. they just decided that they we were ain't got much no more room in his loony band well yeah. back then there probably wasn't a lot of them places either Mm-mm. and when they built them like you said they had to build them huge so yeah well like is that one like i said it was pretty much its own village they didn't have to go do anything yeah. um and they it was all um like white people I don't want it like I'd be racist or be mean. You're again. being mean, man. But the first African American person wasn't admitted until 1964. Jeez. So I didn't think, man. They were racist against people in the insane asylums, I guess too. Yeah. Well, I guess so. If you're racist, I mean, look at American if, Horror yeah. Story. <laughs> I mean, if you're racist and won't let them come eat by you, you, you know. And then, um, the first member of the staff around that time was African American. So when they let a patient in they had to let a staff member in that was african american yeah um which is retarded they should just fucking let them in anyway jesus and then nearby clinics started opening up and stuff kind of like i think like around like 1980 or something like that so it reduced a lot um it reduced the um population in there by like um 1800 in the hospital so it like really made stuff not so cramped (laughs) It's really not cramped. It's just my cramp. But it didn't help. Like, I mean, people were still mistreated and stuff. Like, yeah. it was still bad. But that's pretty much, like, all I have on the history. I have ghost stuff. Ooh, I what's happened? Stuff. Has anybody got hit in the... I have some people... Ew. I have yeah. some <laughs> written down about how some, people were mistreated. I got some peep. I got some peep pee. Jeez. Um, so there are some things that people were here and there. I don't, so I guess before there was, like, people, like, actually patrolling it and stuff, and I didn't understand why they do that. Like, it wasn't said or anything. But I guess before that, people were actually able to, like, go into it. Oh, you I can't guess, go into it now? Not now. There's, like, a cop patrolling it at all times. See, and that's stupid. You know, even if the state owns it, places like that, you can make money off of. You Ghost just, tours. Yes, you could go charge people to go in there. You know, go in there and make sure it's safe for people to go in and, you know, conjugate. And yeah, unless, there's, ghost unless it's not safe. Because, like, I, by the looks well, of everything, it's too. been there since, like, the 19 or the 1890s. That's like true, that. too. And when, how long has it been abandoned just sitting there? Um, It didn't say when it closed, but it, the clinics and stuff started opening up in, like, the 1980s. So, it probably, like, around then. Yeah. So... I'm not sure why a cop patrols it. It, it might just like, be just, it might be too old of a building and they don't want no one any getting hurt. True. That but, or they might be covering something up. You never know. Yeah, you never know. But that's for another podcast. But I guess before um, it got like, for people kind of go in there. Yeah. People would hear like screaming and moaning and the doors would open and close um, and stuff and, uh, you know, like that. 
It's kind of like your normal kind of ghost stuff, but you could hear like the torment of people that were yeah. in there before. It was really sad. Um, I have a couple people written here of like what happened. Um, so we're gonna talk about those. So this one guy, his name was William um, Brown. He was incarcerated at the hospital and he was held there for 12 years. That is a long time in the hospital. Dang. Um, and he, he was there for being a, he was there for being a heavyweight drinker, for being an alcoholic. Yeah, they called it heavyweight drinking. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. He, the heavyweight drinker of the world. <laughs> and he was like his dad and his family was wealthy. Well, his dad died, and he was supposed to get like his like his uh, inherit inheritance. And oh, his yeah. siblings were like, "You're not getting it because you're gonna spend it all on booze." So they locked him in there. That's messed up. And so well, they had the money to do it, apparently. So yeah, well, and then he got out, and like the day he got out, he went after their money. So someone killed, like, what somebody killed him, and they think that it was his uh, siblings because they found him. Uh, they found him floating alongside the uh, Mexican side of the uh, Rio Grande River. Dang! His family said, <laughs> "See what money does to people." Yeah. But apparently his ghost is, like, lingering there. Because it's, like, where he lived for 12 years. Yeah. Even though he was, like, tortured and, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then this other guy named Stephen uh, Aldridge. Mmm. <laughs> he was a vet. He's a veteran of World War Two, And he spent three months in there in uh, 1944. Dang. He um, had a bad heart. A really, really bad heart condition. I didn't say what. It was but a it black was. heart. <laughs> he tried to get into the veterans hospital, but they wouldn't let him get in there. They didn't say why, but like he just couldn't get in there. So his last resort was this place. He didn't want to go there because of all the stories, but that was his last resort. Damn. Um, so he committed. He committed himself in there as a last resort, and then um, the insane, like the insane people in there, they. They declared him as insane, and they, like, tried to, like, beat him up and stuff, but the doctor, um, the doctors walked by as that incident was happening, and he was like, oh, you're not, he's not, he's not insane, so you can stop. Wow. Like, somebody pinned, like, I guess, um, they, uh, like, I don't want to say, like, pinned, but they, like, um, like, threw him in a chair or something like that, and... The doctor walked by and saw them holding him down, and they were like, oh, he's not insane, you can stop. Which only proved that they were torturing the insane, or what they called insane, was yeah. people just with problems they didn't know how to, like, actually yeah, handle, so they beat him them. up. Um, yeah, that was... So, but yeah, so basically the insane, he, which he gathered, were just treated with really, really bad manner, and um, beat and stuff like that. And they forced him to do stuff... They would try to force him to do stuff, and they would corner him and stuff, but then the doctors would be like, the, one of the main doctors would be like, oh, he's not insane, he doesn't have to do stuff, but then he, whenever he was gone, they would beat him up and do stuff to him. Oh, God, they were like, hi, he's a, uh, that's crazy. And he the, doc was, the yeah. doctor's like, he's, a, he's, he's normal, you don't yeah. have to do, you the don't have to beat him up. The doctor was pretty much like, the crazies can be mistreated, but, mistreated, but the regular, but you can't, you're fine. Oh, God, but after the doctor turned his back, they'd beat him up anyway? Yeah. And there was a lot of deaths that happened that they just covered up. But like, um, in the last one, how how uh, he was having surgery or that patient was having surgery, and the doctor accidentally cut his throat. 
Like, that was covered up. There's a lot of deaths in there that were just covered up. So, I, uh, you know, don't know. <laughs> well, and back then, you could get away with a lot of that stuff because back then, like I was telling you, when, when and that's what's so sad, when, when you were mentally disabled and stuff back then, or especially, had any sort of problems. especially if you had money, the family was so ashamed of it, they would ship you off to places like that and, and that, just leave yeah. you there. Until you died or something. Yeah, because they were so ashamed of you. That's how they treated the, you know, the sickness back then. You were like, eh, an outcast. Yeah, which is really messed up. That's freaking mean, man. Because they was jerks to them back then. Yeah. And these next two were really weird because, okay, so like it was these normal people that would just go to these places and they weren't physically ill or anything. They were mentally ill. Like, they needed help. And they died. Like, one person died 11 days later. Um, and he, there was no physical, like, illness. Like, he was yeah. physically healthy. And the one guy died three days later, but he was going in there because something mentally was wrong, like wow. for depression or bipolar or something like that. But mysteriously, he died of a sickness. Wow. And hepatitis run through all these hospitals a lot. I have found that out. Hepatitis well, and back, AIDS and stuff like that. Well, back then, you know, they probably used the same needle. You know, like say they gave you medicine, they used the same needle for giving to this guy. And then there was probably... You know, people were having getting raped and having intercourse. Yeah, and not I found that out while researching too. A lot of people were like raped and stuff like that. It's yeah, sad. and that's sad. You know, they get thrown in these places, and not only they're not only are they uh, mentally ill, then they I mean they're mentally ill, then they get taken taken advantage of and stuff in these places when they're supposed to be taken care of. Yeah. You know, and then they get you know raped and mis misused there, so. Yeah, it's really sad. Well, and, like, this guy, he was a 76-year-old man, and he was beaten, and he was starved, and he was dehydrated, and he lost 30 pounds before he died. Like, he was all bones. And that was a guy that was normal? Yeah. They just wanted to do it for fun, to see what would happen. Like, that's not, like, I don't understand. It's just, I don't know. I don't understand their reckoning. And like, I mean, like, even back then, because this was just, like, 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 I think, like, even this in, stuff might have been like maybe like thirty. Well, 40 even in years the eighties, they was they wasn't that nice to them. And the eighties and the nineties, they weren't. You know. Uh, I'm so glad that I'm not in that. But like, that's really sad, though. It is. Um. Yeah. The conditions in the hospital were so poor. Not the condition. Yeah. The. Sorry. Let me restart. The conditions in the hospital were so poor that the people that were admitted, they called them on the march of death. Like, they were literally planning their death the second they walked in. That's crazy. Instead of helping them, they're like, oh, you're going to die because she really doesn't care about you. Yeah. We're going to take their money and not do nothing for you. And the invest like they had investigators come out to the hospital because of all the stuff happening, but nothing happened. Like, they couldn't find anything on it. Yeah. Well, because in big corporations, not corporations, in big hospitals like that are a lot of state-funded state and state-ran. Yeah. So they could hide stuff so much easier. Yeah. Um, and then they can hear unexplained voices and footsteps, door slamming and screams, and they can feel, like, being watched and stuff and, like, cold spots. And like I said about the other stuff people feel and experience, it's probably before it got shut down. Not shut yeah. down, but, like, Locked not able to go in there. Go. Yeah. If um, you go now, you probably need special. Yeah, permission or something. Yeah. 
Well, and then I found something about it, like, being still runs, but the conditions are still, like, how it was back then. But then, I, like I said, I saw about it being shut down, too. So, I'm pretty what sure it's shut down, but I'm also yeah. not sure. Because the pictures on the internet are of a juvie boy's home, like, down the street. Ah, yeah. Well, that's down the street. Like, they're not the pictures that they claim to be. So, yeah. I'm not totally sure if it's, like, open or closed, but I do know that, like, you can't just go in there and, like, be like, hey, are there ghosts? Because there's a cop at the door. Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty much all I have on this one. It's sad. I feel really awful about that one, but... Oh, well, yeah, man. That's what they did back then. They stuck you in them places. Nah, who gives a crap? Yeah, it's... I that's I mean I love exploring exploring I love like researching all this stuff but that's the one thing I hate it's so like sad and depressing. I know when you find the stuff out you're like oh man. Yeah. Well okay I think it's is your turn. Mm-hmm. I got another I got a uh, another one too. Mine's the white sanatorium. Now I need to look up the difference between a sanitarium and torium. Those are two different things. I was noticing that looking this stuff up. Wait, they are? Yeah, there's sanatorium and sanitarium. Well, Where's I have said. Google sanit- that shit up. Well, I have sanitarium. Yeah. And you have, what do you have, sanitarium? Yeah, just ask them, what is the difference between sanitarium and sanatorium? Okay. Anyways, while you're doing that, this is about the white sanatorium in Wichita Falls, Texas. It was opened in 1926. Frank S. White ran the uh, insane asylum, or in the asylum. He believed that his uh, sanatorium should be uh, should be like home, not like a prison, you know. So he would have, you know, like make it look like a house. He would have like couches there with the little coffee tables with your, you know, put your lamps on them. Have a TV, and you know, that's how he tried to make the rec rooms and wanted the whole environment like that to give it a home and home environment for the guys for the people there so they wouldn't feel like you know they're in a prison or they're just in a shithole so that was that was i thought he was pretty cool that's pretty nice how he tried to bring the home aspect to it and you know make them feel at home and but he ran it for five years until his physical health you know forced him to retire so he basically had to retire because of old age after he left, uh, after he quit, or after he had to retire from the sa- uh, sanatorium, he uh, it had a number of directors. After that, I mean, all the way up till the fifties, and it closed. It went closed in the nineteen fifty. After a big, yeah, there was apparently there was a big old flood. They built in a flow wa- uh, sl- uh, low water place, and yeah, it flooded. What'd you find out? They're the same thing. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, it says um, sanatorium and sanatory, sanatorium are the same. Um, they were both referred to a medical facility, which is specialty run for patients who are suffering from long-term illness. But it can also relate to a medical facility and or and or or they like store health records. Ah, so they I are see. the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, figured that out. Well, anyways, it closed in 1915. It had a numerous directors after that. But uh, that one was... This one's pretty decent, though. I mean, there's stories, but not nothing like that. There's not... I mean, this one, there's not really any stories about bad things happening to a lot of the patients because 
the doctor was more on trying to make it a home life, not such a prison and a hospital. Yeah, I read about that. He was like, I don't want to make it like. Yeah, and that. he was he pretty good with them. And, and, and I mean, am I right though? There wasn't really many stories about patients being mistreated there. Yeah. You know, and that just goes to show you, it's all about who who, who ran them back and then and who cared and what their beliefs of science and stuff was. But yeah, it closed in 1950. If it didn't, well, it closed because of the flood. Apparently, there was a bad flood in 1950, and it uh, flooded. It wiped everything out. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. You built all of it, and then a flood happened, and you have to like say yeah, goodbye. Yeah, you'd be like, no. I would be so mad. But. It is kind of cool, though. People kind of refer to the song uh, Hotel California to that place because that one part in the song that, uh, Welcome to the Hotel California, such a lovely place, or what? It, you can check in, but you can never leave. That part right there. Mm. They kind of refer it, you know, because uh, it, after it closed and sat there vacant, I think in the 80s, especially in the 90s, and now it started becoming more of a... Uh, well, not now, but it was becoming more of a ghost hunter place, you know, for ghost investigations. And uh, the local ghost stories are, you can see a, uh, oh, you can see like the, you know, a cigarette, glowing, like the end of a cigarette, how red that red cherry is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes some people say like at the end of the hallways, you'll see like a red cherry, like somebody's smoking. Like it just like floating? Yeah, just floating. And there's no shadow of a body holding it or nothing. It's just that cherry. That's crazy. And then, uh, oh, crazy, uh, not crazy, but um, ghost, weird looking ghost in gowns, all creepy looking and stuff. Kind of. Hmm. You know? I thought that was weird. I was like, huh, creepy stuff in like the, there's, they're in the hospital gowns. I would have thought since they were like yeah that's what I thought I was like well I thought he was trying to make it a home life why are they so mad <laughs> and then there's a woman in white she walks every store oh what I know she, she walks the grounds and sometimes you'll see her either if you're outside looking in you'll see her looking at the staring out the window right at you or if you're inside or something and you look in a room sometimes the people said they've seen her just looking out the window, sitting there staring outside. Yeah. Creepy. And then, of course, you know, they hear child's voices. And here's another thing. the um, There's lights that come on in the, some of the rooms that come on with and lights. And there's no electricity. And there's no electricity. There hasn't been electricity there for years. And, oh, and the ghosts playing cards. When they go in the rec room sometimes, they'll see ghosts playing cards. Or if they go, there's been people driving by, uh, get calls about people sitting out and around the picnic table playing cards too, and like, you know, um, you know, just the the clothes they wore back then, you know, kind of yeah. older clothes. Oh, and uh, now it's a some guy renovated it and made it like kind of like apartments or something. Apartment complex. Yeah. Apartment but from complex. the pictures and stuff I've seen, it looked like he'll let you go in there and still do investigations and stuff. That's cool. You know, I thought that was pretty cool because there was people sitting in there. It looked like a house. 
I mean, but he's fixed it up. But think about it. Think of the money he made off that. That was a smart idea. You know? I'd Jeez. enjoy that. But yeah, that, I thought that was pretty cool that he did that because that'd be cool. That'd be another idea too. Maybe stand down up there and do a podcast. Yeah. And then what was so weird too, the uh, local TV station tried to film a little episode there and talk about the hospital. They had their, uh, like their their battery packs would be charged. I mean, fully charged. Yeah. And they'd go in there and start cutting their, uh, start recording and stuff and they'd run out of juice quick. Yeah, it was weird. And then the, some of the camera guys and some of the people on the crew would hear like kids' voices sometimes and just stuff like that. But there was nothing really dramatic, like dramatic <laughs> about that one. Even what you found out about it, it was just regular ghost stories. <laughs> like there was nothing mean. Like none, nothing like the nuns attacking. Oh, people. I know. But I guess too, it just all depends on the environment you have. And apparently, that guy had a pretty good environment with his patients. So. Which is good, though. Well, yeah, because you don't want to be like that one place just fucking throw them in there because you don't want them to have their money yeah and that happened a lot like sometimes even guys they would if they wanted to they got tired of their wife's crap and didn't want to leave them because they knew their wife would get half they had money they would say they was crazy and stick them in asylum that's messed up yeah wow that's sad <laughs> oh i know people are jerks well Jeez. um do you want to do one more story, or you want to go ahead and end it? This one's really short. Mm, go ahead. Do a shorty, shorty. Okay. <laughs> this one is about the Spaghetti Warehouse go, go, go. in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Spaghetti <laughs> It was built around the 20th century. 20th century um, spaghetti. It used to be a warehouse uh, war and a pharmaceuticals warehouse. Hey, did you mean warehouse? No, I meant to say war, 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 uh, Waterhouse? No. Warehouse. Warehouse. Okay, warehouse, I thought she was warehouse. trying to say <laughs> whorehouse. I was like, they're called saloons. No, sorry. Uh, Lexi can't talk today. Um, uh, the name that it was really called, it was like Diesel Bohetcher. I'm not even going to try to do diesel that Diesel Bohetcher. I'm go butchering that name. Let's go, I got a job at the Diesel Bohetcher. The, uh... Warehouse Diesel Bohetcher. The Spaghetti Warehouse, they, um... Bought it from the original, like, owners or whatever in 1974. And it was originally furnished with a bunch of antiques. They cost millions of dollars. It had a full-size Houston um, Avenue trolley car, a chandelier from New York's um, Penn Station. Sorry, I thought that said something else. <laughs> um, the grandfather, a grandfather clock from one of England's many castles, and it had two floors of dining, and it was a second, it's these, I think, I don't know if it still is, but it was the second to largest um and second business second busiest restaurant in um like the charts after the one in Columbia, Ohio. So the kind of like the ghost story that kind of goes along with like the history. There Anybody used to, dying it or anything? I'm getting to that. Oh. <laughs> there was a that. young pharmacist that worked back when it was like a pharmacy warehouse. And he had a bunch of paperwork, and he was like, I'm going to go do it at home. So he took it through the elevator. Well, he didn't notice that the elevator 
elevator. The elevator shaft was like open because like the elevator. What elevator? Because you know how you have like the actual elevators, but then like the like the the doors are still open, but like the box still like the you know what I mean? How the shaft yeah. would be there. like it was empty. You could like fall and die. So he wasn't paying attention. He was looking at the papers and he went to go walk in the elevator. The elevator wasn't there. It was just like the emptiness. And he walked and he fell to his death. Wow. And then apparently the elevator I think either fell on top of him after that or he just got really mangled from falling down. Um, so his wife was like wondering why he didn't come home and she found his body at the restaurant and was hey. shocked, like terrified. And then she died a year later after his death like on the exact date. That's crazy. So now she and he both kind of haunt that place. Um... They move furniture, they leave dishes and silverware, and, like, just really, like, they mess it up all the time. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> they tap guests on the shoulder, and they pull their hair. Oh, my God. They sound like they're playing around more than anything. <laughs> At least they're not slapping somebody. Man, just sitting there eating some spaghetti, and pow! What the? How's your spaghetti? <laughs> There's floating objects sometimes, and they can, like, people see it easily getting put back down when they get caught. God, imagine if you're sitting there enjoying some spaghetti and a couple glasses of wine and you see something, you're like, am I drunk or is that real? <laughs> and apparently the second floor is, like, the most haunted because it's, like, where he actually, like, died, apparently fell to his death. Dang. Um, that would suck, man, not paying attention and go to take a step to get on the elevator and, ah! Yeah, that <laughs> sucks. But Squash I could, yeah. like a lip. <laughs> That's pretty much and all I found. And just think if somebody was in the elevator, because it was up top, apparently. Think if it would have came down after he landed. Nobody would have known to stop because they would have just freaking smushed him. Yeah. Because when the wife found him, he was all, like, mangled and stuff. So, like I said, I don't know if it was because the elevator squished him well, after yeah, that. Well, yeah, Or if it was from him, like, falling down on the wires and stuff. Yeah. So. You never know. That's a hell of a way to go, man. No wonder he haunts that place. He's like, yeah, how are you enjoying that spaghetti? I died in here. <laughs> yeah, enjoy this. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have today, guys. Well, it was fun. It was grand. It was groovy. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I know we did. Remember gonna... now, ghost stories told from the south, everybody. <laughs> and hey, you know, if y'all listen to this, click the old subscribe button. Click that you like it. Keep subscribing to our show, guys. Yes, please do We that. like doing this. It's pretty cool. I love it. And like I said, or we said, if you guys have any, like, comments or, like, sus uh, I almost said suspicions. Yeah, we'll <laughs> have an email. We'll, we're, you know, just put it, send it to our email. We'll have it, we'll have it set up and give you all that information on the next episode because we're not going to cut any more episodes. We're going to start getting this one on online and on Spotify, maybe for old Lexi here. And this is her baby. I'm excited. She's so. <laughs> Give her some subscribes and likes there. And remember, y'all go to uh, Borderline Tra uh, Texas Trash. Check that one out, too. And I uh, just want to give a shout out to all the spooky stuff. And uh, remember, ghost stories told from the, ta from the south. From the south. From the south. You know, come and check us out. We're going to try to do one once a week. You got anything else there, Squirt? Have a good Sunday. See you later, y'all. Stay safe out there on this Memorial Weekend. Don't be getting too drunk. <laughs> Love you guys. See Bye. you later.